Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Textroverts, the podcast exploring the how behind the who of people working in tech. My name is Martina Simon and I am your host. This podcast covers anything but the job. We introduce the guest, move on to the buzz wheel, a letter number randomizer that determines the questions I'll ask, and we close with sage advice about careers in the industry. Plug in. We're recording. Latifa, lady, over to you. Thanks, Martina. Hi, everyone. I'm Latifa. I'm the head of growth here at WeVesta. We're a platform that simplifies equity management for startups. We help founders with everything from cap tables to ESOPs and performance reporting, everything they need to create a single source of truth when it comes to their equity management. Beautifully said. Do you know what? I can tell straight away you're in the sales side because you've pitched that job (laughs) as though you're sort of casting for employees. I love that. Got to get the plug in. You've got to get the plug in and and why not? (laughs) I actually know Latifa. I've known her for a while. We used to work together in another life, in another job, Uh, but that's another story. And we maybe we'll get into that, but not right now. So thanks for the intro. As you know, guys, we have a bank of 520 questions. I like to call it the buzzwell. The question format is determined by the letter between A and Z. The question topic is determined by the number between 1 and 20. Latifa, let's kick this off. A letter and a number, please. L2. Everybody always starts with the letter their name begins with. I absolutely love it. (laughs) L2 is the topic of travel and the category of fond favorites. In here for travel, I've got Thailand, the beach and the year 2000, because it reminds me of the movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio of the same name. It's beautifully shot and filmed and it's one of my favorite Leo DiCaprio movies. When I say travel, what's your favorite memory? My favorite place is Vietnam. I went there just before COVID kicked in. It was a year where I was traveling a lot. I had the best time. You know, like when you go to certain places and you're like, you romanticize it in your head and then you mm. go there and it's mm. like, mm, it doesn't really live up to what you imagined it to be. Vietnam is exactly how mm. I had it in my head. It's bustling. It has amazing people. The combination of the culture, the people, the food. One of the best places I've ever been to in my life. The first night that I was there, it was really humid mm-hmm. and I'm quite clumsy. I was walking down this road, fell towards a ditch. This woman comes along out of nowhere. She brings a bucket of water and starts helping me get back up. And then she went on her way. It was thousands of motorbikes on the road. You had so many temples. If you go, you'll feel the spiritual vibe. It's palpable. It's very easy to feel at home. And I think that's Mm. what made Vietnam special. I loved it. Yeah. You sold that to me. You're very good at your job. (laughs) A couple of facts about Vietnam for the listeners, and I'm learning too, but something that I know is that speed dating began in Vietnam. It makes perfect sense. Vietnam still has quite traditional values. Mm. You wouldn't see people kissing in public. They're still quite shy about it. I think that's quite common actually throughout Asia. So Mm. it makes sense that dating is something Mm. that's structured. You know, one of the things Mm. that you'll feel as soon as you go there is it's a people with a lot of love in their heart. So even though there isn't PDA, there's a lot of love. Latifa, uh, give me another letter and a number, please. X, seven. Okie dokes. Seven is a topic of aspirations. And under X, the question is, will you live in the same city you live in now in five years? I don't think so. I don't think anyone should pin themselves down to a place because I think the one thing we've seen is 
you can't plan too far and you can't be inflexible in, in the things that you do want to do. When you and I were working together, my plan was to go off to Dubai. You know, I went off to Lisbon for a bit and I thought I was going to stay there for longer. And then I came back to the UK. So I'm a Londoner through and through. I love this city. Yeah. I love getting back home. I love travel. Absolutely love it. I love Wanderlust. I get lost. I love going off the beaten track. But when I come back home, I just feel Adele singing in my, in my hometown. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But there is such a thing as putting down roots. If you're in a long-term relationship or you're doing something like buying property or you've gotten a new job somewhere, your immediate future would be in that place. You should plant roots if you're buying a place and then so forth. But to be open to the possibility that you might change what you want to do. And I've done so many turnarounds in the last two years. The thing that I've come away with is whatever happens, it's going to be an adventure. Five years, I don't see myself in the UK. But if I am, it'll be because it's the best decision for me. If it's not, it'll be because there's another adventure that I want to be pursuing. I love that you're open. There was no doubt in your mind. What's interesting is that you have come back every single time so far. Yeah, Picking no, Hotel nothing. California over here, isn't it? <laughs> and on that note, another letter and another number, please. S18. 18 is the topic of shopping. And the question is, where do you shop for any of your guiltiest pleasures? I love doing thousand piece puzzles. I don't know why. I think it's just a way to Unwind. silence the mind. These thousand piece puzzles, how successful have you been and what theme are they? Tell me more. I get really excited the less articulated they are in terms of landscapes. I can do one of these puzzles, I think, in two and a half days, three days. That's good. That's quick. Yeah. So it started from when I went to my friend's house and I saw her doing one. And I started getting involved and it's escalated. And now I have so many boxes of puzzles coming in. It's just, it could take over my life. Is this a cry for help? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Your mind goes wherever it needs to go to decompress. It's one of those few things where you're engaged, but it's also sort of time for your brain to switch off and, yeah. and focus on other things. I've wanted to get into it. I bought one for my niece to vicariously live through her successes completing it. And I was like, I must get one. I don't want, you know, just waves and landscapes. What do you um, want? Oh, do you know what would be amazing? Jean-Michel Basquiat was one of my favorite artists. In case you're unfamiliar, he's a, an 80s impressionist from New York. And he sadly died at age 27 years ago now. But I love his art. I'm going to look for a Basquiat puzzle after this. I feel empowered. It's a good way to spend three and a half days. Between, yeah, the no time I already have, I can squeeze it in. I can inch in something else. This has been such an energetic discussion. I've really loved it. We're at the point in the last few minutes where I hand over to the guest and ask for some sage advice. In the Sage Advice segment, for those that haven't heard, I ask for the guests to give some advice they've been given along the course of their professional and personal life that's helped make them as successful as they are today. So Latifa, what can you give back to somebody listening to help them? This was from school, actually. I had a teacher, Mr. Williams. His feedback was, be quick to praise and slow to complain. And I feel like I've taken that. I hope I've taken that through mm -hmm. my life. And I think it's just a reminder that if we want praise and so forth, we should be easy about giving it to other people. You'll be surprised by how much people need to hear it sometimes. We work such stressful jobs sometimes in such high pressured work environments. It's good to be able to hear someone say, and you're doing a good job. I think the thing that I came away with COVID is life is very short. How do we want to be useful and how do we want to serve 
if I kick the bucket tomorrow, I hope that my last interactions with whoever was a kind one towards mm. them. Make a habit of trying to remember to be kind to people, trying to praise people because everyone's out trying to do their best. Doesn't hurt to acknowledge it. And same for the reverse, like try to show compassion. You know, we all screw up. We all want people to cut us some slack. So when you see something that is, for whatever reason, suboptimal, operate with the level of compassion you'd want for yourself. That was an inspirational end to this. I want to thank you again for your time. I've really, really enjoyed this chat and reconnecting and laughing so much. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And uh, I can't wait for everybody else to hear this. Thanks, Martina.